complete works of Swami Vivekananda. Already we have seen 22nd, uh, 22 sessions. Today's is the 23rd. Each is great in his own place. You had started in the last session. So this is the uh, second session in that topic. Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihi Om Shri Ganesha Yanamaha Dr. Krishnamurti Shastri Dambay Punacha Dakshina Kanada Bantwal Talaku Dakshina Kanada District Karnataka, India Every man should take up his own ideal and endeavor to accomplish it. That is a sure way of progress than taking up other men's ideals. Which he can, which can never hope to accomplish, which he can never hope to accomplish. For instance, we take a child and at once give him the task of walking twenty miles. Either the little one dies, or one in a thousand crawls these twenty miles to reach the end, exhausted and half dead. That is like what we generally try to do with the world. All the men and women in any society are not of the same mind capacity or of the same power to do things they must have different ideals and we have no right to sneer at any ideal let everyone do the best he can for realizing his own ideal nor is it right that i should be judged by your standard or you by mine the apple tree should not be judged by the standard of the oak or nor the oak by that of the apple to judge the apple tree you must take the apple unity that is uh, you must take the apple standard and for the oak its own standard unity in variety is the plan of creation however men and women may vary individually there is unity in the background the different individual characters and classes of men and women are natural variations in creation hence we ought to we ought not to judge them by the same standard or put the same ideal before them such a course creates only an unnatural struggle and the result is that man begins to hate himself and is hindered from becoming religious and good <coughs> our duty is to encourage everyone in his struggle to live up to his own highest ideal and strive at the same time to make the ideal as near as possible to the to the truth in the hindu system of morality we find that this fact has been recognized from very ancient times and in their scriptures and books on ethics different rules are laid down for the different classes of men the householder the sanyasin the man who has renounced the world and the student <coughs> the life of every individual according to the hindu scriptures has its peculiar duties apart from what belongs in common to universal humanity the hindu begins life as a student brahmachari then he marries grihastha and becomes a householder <coughs> in old age he retires <coughs> nivritti sanyasa uh, or vanaprastha <coughs> and lastly he gives up the world and becomes a sanyasin to each of these stages of life certain duties are attached no one of these stages is intrinsically superior to another 
the life of the married man is quite as great as that of the celibate who has devoted himself to the religious work the scavenger in the street is quite as great and glorious as the king on on this on his throne take him off his throne make him do the work of the scavenger and see how he fares take up the scavenger and see how he will rule it is useless to say that the man who lives out of the world is a greater man than he who lives in the world it is much more difficult to live in the world and worship god than to give up give it up and live a free and easy life the four stages of life in india have in later times been reduced to two that of the householder and of the monk the householder marries and carries on his duties as a citizen and the duty of the other is to devote his energies wholly to religion to preach and to worship god i shall read to you a few passages from the maha nirvana tantra which treats of this subject and you will see that it is a very difficult task for a man to be a householder and perform all his duties perfectly the householder or grihastha should be devoted to god the knowledge of god should be his goal of life yet he must work constantly perform all his duties he must give up the fruits of his actions to god it is the most difficult thing in this world to work and not care for the result to help a man and never think that he ought to be grateful to do some work and at the same time never look to see whether it brings to you name brings you name or fame or nothing at all even the most errant coward becomes brave when the world praises him a fool can do heroic deeds when the approbation of society is upon him but for a man to constantly do good without caring for the approbation of his fellow men is indeed the highest sacrifice man can perform the great duty of the householder is to earn a living but he must take care that he does not do it by telling lies or by cheating or by robbing others and he must remember that his life is for the service of god and the poor service of the poor knowing that mother and father are the visible representatives of god the householder always and by all means must please them if the mother is pleased and the father god is pleased with the man that child is really a good child who never speaks harsh words to his parents before parents one must not utter jokes must not show restlessness must not show anger or temper before mother or father a child must bow bow down low and stand up in their presence and must not take a seat until they order him to sit if the householder has food and drink and clothes without first seeing that his mother and his father his children his wife and the poor are supplied he is committing a sin the mother and the father are the cause of his body so a man must undergo a thousand troubles in order to do good to them even so is his duty to his wife no man should scold his wife and he must always maintain her 
as if she were in his uh, she were his own mother and even when he is in the greatest difficulties and troubles he must not show anger to his wife he who thinks of another woman besides his wife if he touches her even with his mind that man goes to dark hell before women he must not talk improper language and never brag of his powers he must not say i have done this and i have done that the householder must always please his wife with money clothes love faith and words like nectar and never do anything to disturb her that man who has succeeded in getting the love of a chaste wife has succeeded in his religion and has all the virtues the following are duties towards children a son should be lovingly reared up to his fourth year he should be educated till he is 16 when he is 20 years of age he should be employed in some work he should then be treated affectionately by his father as his equal exactly in the same manner the daughter should be brought up and should be educated with the greater care, greatest care and when she marries the father ought to give her jewels and wealth then the duty of the man is towards his brothers and sisters and towards the children of his brothers and sisters if they are poor and towards his other relatives his friends and his servants then his duties are towards the people of the same village and the poor and anyone that comes to him for help having sufficient means if the householder does not take care to give to his relatives and to the poor know him to be only a brute he is not a human being excessive attachment to food clothes and tending of the body and dressing of the hair should be avoided the householder must be pure in heart and clean in body always active and always ready for work to his enemies the householder must be a hero them he must resist that is the duty of the householder he must not sit down in a corner and weep and talk nonsense about non resistance if he does not show himself a hero to his enemies he has not done his duty and to his friends and relatives he must be as gentle as a lamb it is the duty of the householder not to pay reverence to the wicked because if he reverences the wicked people of the world he patronizes wickedness and it will be a great mistake if he disregards those who are worthy of respect the good people he must not be gushing in his friendship he must not go out of the way making friends everywhere he must watch the actions of men he wants to make friends with and their dealings with other men reason reason up them and then make friends these three things he must not talk of he must not talk in public of his own fame he must not preach his own name or his own powers he must not talk of his wealth 
or of anything that has been told to him privately a man must not say he is poor or that is that he is wealthy he must not brag of his wealth let him keep his own counsel this is his religious duty this is not mere worldly wisdom if a man does not do so he may be held to be immoral the householder is the basis the prop of the whole society he is the principal earner the poor the weak the children and the women who do not work all live upon the householder so there must be certain duties that he has to perform and these duties must take make him feel strong to perform them and not make him think that he is doing things benefit uh, beneath his ideal therefore if he has done something weak or has made some mistake he must not say so in public and if he is engaged in some enterprise and knows he is sure to fail in it he must not speak of it such self exposure is not only uncalled for but also unnerves the man and makes him unfit for the performance of his legitimate duties in life at the same time he must struggle hard to acquire these things firstly knowledge and secondly wealth it is his duty and if he does not do his duty he is nobody a householder who does not struggle to get wealth is immoral if he is lazy and content to lead an idle life he is immoral because upon him depend hundreds if he gets riches hundreds of others will be thereby supported if there were not in his in this city hundreds who had striven striven become to become rich and who had acquired wealth where should all this civilization and these arms houses and great houses be going after wealth in such a case is not bad because that wealth is for distribution the householder is the center of life and society it is a worship for him to acquire and spend wealth nobly for the householder who struggles to become rich by good means and for good purposes he is doing practically the same thing for the attainment of salvation as the authorite uh, anchorite does in his cell when he is praying for in them we see only the different aspects of the same virtue of self surrender and self sacrifice prompted by the feeling of devotion to god and to all that is his he must struggle to acquire a good name by all 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 means he must not gamble he must not move in the company of the wicked he must not tell lies and must not be the cause of trouble to others often people enter into things they have not the means of means to accomplish with the result that they cheat others to attain their own ends <laughs> then there is in all things the time factor to be taken into consideration what at one time might be a failure would perhaps to another time be a very great success the householder must speak the truth and speak gently using words which people like which will do good to others nor should he talk of the business of other men the householder by digging tanks by planting trees on the roadsides by establishing rest houses for men and animals by making roads and building bridges goes 
towards the same goal as the greatest yogi this is the this is one part of the doctrine of karma yoga activity the duty of the householder duty of the householder there is a passage later on where it says that if the householder dies in battle fighting for his country or his religion he comes to the same goal as the yogi by meditation parivrad yoga yuktascha rane yuddhamukho tatha yuddhamukastatha dwavimau purushau loke suryamandala bhedinau parivrad yoga yuktascha rane chaabimukho hataha these two are the great who surpass the surya mandala after death who are they one is parivrat sanyasi and the other one is the yoga yukta uh, that is yoga yukta sanyasi not yoga brashta sanyasi the other one is in the war field or in the life who struggles for truth who dies for truth or who dies in the war who dies in the war field who has fought for truth or dharma so surya mandala bhedino those two this is one part of the doctrine of karma yoga activity the duty of the householder what they say showing thereby that what is duty for one is not duty for another at the same time it does not say that this duty is lowering and the other is elevating each duty has its own place and according to the circumstances in which we are placed we must perform our duties one idea comes out of all this the condemnation of all weakness this is a particular idea in all our teachings which i like either in philosophy or in religion or in work if you read the vedas you will find this word always repeated fearlessness ma bhihi abhihi fear nothing fear is a sign of weakness a man must go about his duties without taking notice of the sneers and the ridicule of the world If a man returns from the world to worship God he must not think that those who live in the world and work for the good of the world are not worshiping God neither must those who live in the world for wife and children think that those who give up the world are low vagabonds each is great in his own place this thought i will illustrate by a story in the next session hari rama om tat sat